Tonight we are bringing you well. If you if you're listening to this podcast, you know like the bad news that we're we're about to to reveal to you that Ben Affleck is no longer attached to direct the solo Batman movie. He has finally uh, finally uh, let some, he's gonna let someone else do it. I guess it's crazy news. I never thought we'd get to this point where uh, Ben Affleck decided to bail on the project as director. Now he says he's committed to it, but. I guess only time will tell to see if he actually is going to remain the Batman after Wonder Woman and Justice League. So I, I'll throw it to Kyle. Like, what what are your what are your thoughts on that, Kyle? To be honest, it really does not surprise me at all that he left. I I could kind of see the tension rising over time, and I have a feeling after his most recent movie, Live by Night, there's maybe some doubts that he wasn't going to be able to fill the role that they wanted him to do, which they may have had expectations too high for him in the first place, and he and the pressure just got to him eventually. It really doesn't surprise me of all the behind-the-scenes stuff that's going on at Warner Brothers right now. Right, and you know, that's what a lot of a lot of people kind of like, whenever they did the, their, their little blogs about it, uh, they said that, there, it seems like there's a number of issues, the major issue was the the script wasn't right and like he gave like a little synopsis of why he uh isn't doing it he basically said that he wants to give as much focus as he can to the role but it sounds like from what how people kind of like wrote about it on on their websites and you know on you know people talk about you know i'm not saying the bloggers but you know people that we uh we've had on and sounds like Live by Night was one of the catalysts for him dropping out. Like, I'm sure it didn't help any. It seems like he's kind of, like, had a string of movies that he's worked really hard on, and for whatever reason, they just haven't panned out. Uh, I thought the critics were overtly, overtly harsh on Live by Night. There were issues with the film. Like, me and Kyle, me and Kyle saw it together. But overall, great performances, great action when they went to Florida, there were issues with the pace of it, but by no means was it, uh, was it a terrible film? Like, to me, I consider it like the insomnia, like Chris Nolan has like this great pedigree of films. And I feel like insomnia was his, his one movie that really didn't, uh, wasn't as up to par as like the rest of his stuff, like inception, the dark Knight, that begins. Memento. I respectfully disagree with that statement. But carry on. <laughs> I, I mean, I enjoy insomnia. Like, don't get me wrong, but to me, like, there's other films, like, that were a lot better. Like, The Prestige. Um, but it sounds, it sounds, I don't know. Tom, jump in here. It doesn't necessarily surprise me. Um, ben Affleck's career is really strange. You gotta remember, like, he was in, like, Jersey Girl and those Kevin Smith movies, and then out of nowhere his his career really like took off and now he's become like a uh appreciated director is 
well as writer and a all-around great actor too so for him to step down from this just it tells me like one of two things a he just couldn't take like everything getting to him the way that people are in the news about this whole Batman thing like this has been non-stop for I mean going on three years now Batman stuff since Batman v Superman was announced and it was announced that Ben Affleck was Batman like that is everything he has heard since that day like every single day I wouldn't be surprised if just I guess you'd say the pressure got to him or B he's just literally not happy doesn't like the script doesn't like whatever can't get along with whoever and I mean I honestly wouldn't be surprised like other people are saying if he later steps down as playing Batman after like Justice League or Wonder Woman or whatever you know I wouldn't be surprised so it doesn't really surprise me but I wish it wasn't happening I'm, I, I feel like I'm I'm surprised because we've gotten to a point where when Ben Affleck was announced, like we all were like, "Oh my God, he's gonna be really great." Yeah. At one point, he's gonna direct the film, but and we're to the point where I'm I'm trying to still be excited for the DCEU, but it just I'm getting punched in the gut nonstop, and I don't know if I can be anymore. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do because it's it was Batman v Superman. I loved it. Critics hated it. Suicide Squad. I enjoy. I I, I had issues with it. But I, you know, I was entertained by it. Critics hated it. People, you know, they took away the the movie from Ayer. You know, Flash gets a writer and director. Flash loses director. Flash yeah. gets another director. Flash Wonder Woman lost its director. Right. And it's just, it's so, it's like every time there's like some good news coming, it's like they pull the rug out from under us and there's something just like astronomical that just sucks and it sucks the wind out of my sails i was so excited because jimmy he went on jimmy kimmel just weeks ago saying that how he's gonna do it and there were a few people there was like a like a small crowd of people uh muttering that you know he probably isn't gonna direct it and i didn't <laughs> want to believe it i didn't and i I, got, I took a lot of heat for from a few people um for from like you know having my own opinion about it but I'm just like, there's no way he's not going to direct it. He's going to steer the ship. He's going to get everything back in order. It's going to be, that movie's going to be a huge hit. And here we are. We're at a point where Ben Affleck has decided not to direct the movie. And I cannot believe that we've come to this. We've come to a point where it seems like he has almost lost faith in the DC uh, Cinematic Universe. Because... He was paraded out at Comic-Con, this last, at San Diego Comic-Con, as one of the directors of this film. Yep. And everyone went ape shit over it. And we are to a point where he doesn't want to do it. Now, could there be family things that, like, a few people alluded to, he's still struggling with his family issues, live by night didn't happen. But when you when it sounds like the biggest issue is the script isn't right, it's just like how can how can they not crack the code for the script? I, I understand like films are hard to come by, they're hard to put together, the movie scripts are hard to write. It's but when you have like caliber of Jeff Johns, 
and Ben Affleck teaming up. Why wasn't why wasn't why weren't they able to fix that script? Now today, it was revealed that Chris Terrio had recently turned in a a screenplay for the Batman. It sounds like it was a complete. I've I've seen a few little articles that it probably was a page one rewrite. But I just I'm just just completely like whoa! I cannot believe we're to the point. And I wouldn't I, I wouldn't be surprised. I'm surprised he stepped out as director, but now. I wouldn't be surprised if after after Wonder Woman and Justice League, he just walks away from it completely. I don't think I personally think just from talking with a few people that it's he's done because he knows. I keep hearing that he knows Wonder Woman is a mess. He knows Justice League is a mess and he doesn't want to be any part of it. He doesn't want to go. He doesn't want to be a part of the sinking ship anymore. And if it's if that's the case, if Wonder Woman and Justice League are, you know, they have the issues that they reportedly have, then I mean, I guess I don't blame him. But he could have been the he could have been the shining light that steered the ship, that got everything back. I understand, like, yeah, he's got to pull double duties. Not only does he have to get shape for it, he's got to prepare the film. He's got to do location scouting. He's got to direct. He's got to act. He's got to do all this stuff. But he was the guy for me to put the put everything back into place with the DCEU. And now he's not that guy anymore. So I'm just like, it's been crazy the last 48 hours. Indeed it has. And I guess that kind of leads into a question that a lot of people have been asking us and the internet and everyone else. Who is going to take over as director for the solo The Batman film? What do you think, Justin? I honestly, I have no idea. I keep hearing people say Matt Reeves, like he's on the short list. I'd love to see Matt Reeves. Everybody's saying Matt Reeves, yeah. I, he has the pedigree. Those last, that last Planet of the Apes movie was superb. It looks like this next Planet of the Apes movie is going to be amazing as well. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he knows how to do the action. He knows how to create a story. I mean, that last Planet of the Apes movie felt like The Dark Knight in a lot of ways. I'd like to see that. Do I think that he'll be a part of it? I don't know. If they're, if why would a director want to come? Why would if Ben Affleck the project? Why would any director that's not that's of his caliber? Why would they want to be a part of something that is a sinking ship? If there's a holes in the hull of your ship, why would you want to take that ship out to sea? You wouldn't do that. You'd want to patch it up first. And I don't know if Warner Brothers is. The, the director-friendly studio anymore, because it doesn't sound like it is. But the sheer fact that it's a Batman film means that it can do amazing things, so I don't really see why someone wouldn't want to put their name on that as a director. I feel like they would be fighting for that. Well, I'm saying that he doesn't have to. He could do anything. He could do a, he could do like a Star Wars spinoff movie if he wanted to, and that would make a billion dollars. He could go off and do... He could do like Godzilla versus the... Uh, uh, King Kong, he could do anything. He's that good of a director. So, sure, would I love to see him tackle the Batman movie? Absolutely. But I just, I don't know what's going to happen because if Ben Affleck drops out, not not only will you have to, you not only do you have to find the director, but you got to go find a star for the movie too. It's not just, it's not you're coming into. Here's the script. Here are the actors. Here's what we're going to do with it. You got to go find that person. And when you find that person, everyone's going to freak out about it. Yeah. Because I think Affleck's coming back after 
Justice. Unless Justice, unless Wonder Woman does amazing at the box office, is critically praised, and Justice League does the same thing, I don't think he's coming back. I mean, Kyle, do you think that he's going to come back? If those if those two movies fail, do you think Ben Affleck's just going to walk away? I mean, even if those two movies succeed, I don't really know if they're they would still plan on doing much more after that. I think they kind of just stumbled too hard out of the gate, and they're too far behind to continue in this race here. Like, I, I just get this feeling that even if things started to turn around, there's still this idea that at one point Warner Brothers, there was something going on that was causing all these directors to want to leave. And it's hard to like look at a potential job and be like, well, the last couple people just ended up quitting because they couldn't do what they wanted to do or whatever. So I don't know if I want to just like hop in that position and deal with what they were having to deal with for a while. There's, there's, I like I said, I love to see Matt Reeves, George Miller's name's popped up. I, a lot of people are like Gavin O'Connor. I was like, I saw the account and it was a big bag of net. I was not impressed with it. Like, sure, there was, like, pretty cool action sequences, but that movie drudged along. It was boring at the very beginning. It was boring in the middle. It only finally came together at the very end. And I don't – can can he compose a shot? Can Gavin O'Connor compose a shot? Sure. Can he direct an action sequence? Sure. But I wasn't impressed with that movie at all. I don't want him to be a part of it. I know that a lot of people are like, yeah, Gavin O'Connor. I'm just like, no, don't get him. <laughs> Matt Reed, George Miller, um, Dennis Villeneuve. I don't know. He's, he has a friend. Yeah. Person. That was a good um, one. Yeah. What is it? He, what, um, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Kyle. It's a Dene Villeneuve or something. What, like did, he, what did he direct? Uh, he's done Prisoners, Sicario, um, Arrival, and he's doing the new Blade Runner. Nice. So, Arrival was really awesome. I liked, uh, I didn't care for it. Like, Sicario was. I didn't it was, care. It was, it was pretty good, but yeah. maybe not amazing. But it was pretty, it was pretty entertaining. Yeah. Um, another potential one I I didn't be throw a name out there is uh, David Fincher. Yes, I would love to see David Fincher, but I don't think that. I don't think he'd be. David he, Fincher doesn't go. He off could pr- he could probably get a better gig. You're yeah. Right. He doesn't. He he he's one of the few actors that is like, all right, I want to do this movie. I want to do this strip. Like, let's go do it. Like, he's like kind of like Chris Nolan. I want to do something that's my own project. So I'd like to see um, that. Who do I not want? Gavin O'Connor, Darren Aronofsky, Alex Proyas. John Peters. Let's get Mel Gibson. Joel Schumacher. I don't think he'd be good for a Batman movie. I don't know, just a gut. Would you give Tim Burton another try? I'd give Tim Burton another try for uh, the animated uh, The Death of Superman or Superman Lives. Awesome. Yeah, okay. Like, I'd give him that. Like, make an animated film about it. Um, I don't know. Like, there's so what, many... Uh, what would you do if they, like, announce in a couple weeks? You're like, so... Screw it. We're just going to put Snyder on this. I, don't th- I think he's done, too. But we've never think- got an actual confirmation yet. It just, it he's just from, like, like everything. I don't know. Like, I, don't know. I, I don't know. I don't think that he'd do it. He's just like I floating around in DC film space. Like, I don't know. I might do something. I might not. Oh. Because, I don't know. I just, I don't, I don't know. There's so many question marks. 
like because you have like all like the like the major principal like you have J.K. Simmons, you have yeah. Jeremy Irons, and it, you, like what happens if what happens if Ben Affleck leaves? Where 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 what is it? We're gonna happen with those guys? Like they had like some really amazing people cast in these films, and the fact that they're Thank unable. You completely unable to utilize the talent to put something on screen that critics, audiences alike, praise. Like, I have my issues with BBS. I have my issues with Suicide Squad. It wasn't as bad as they said. No, we've gone through that. But at the same time, when you are having director after director after director leave, and you can't convince Ben Affleck, you can't throw enough money at Ben Affleck to make this happen, I just... I just don't know what to think anymore. And I understand, like, maybe the script was that terrible, that it wasn't up to his standard. Like, they couldn't crack this, crack it. But, Paul Dini, do us a favor. Take one for the team. Go right back, man. Please, save this shit. Um, I don't know. There's so much going on right now, but it's too hard to tell what's going to happen. I don't know. I mean, what what do you got? What, who are you guys thinking for director? It sounds like everyone wants Matt Reeves to do it. What if they throw a curveball at it and they're like, you know, screw it. You've been around it. You know all of it. You know this better than anyone. And they're like, Jeff Johns is going to direct this. I have. I think Jeff Johns is. I I feel like he is kind of a little bit over his head right now. You think he's so? Had, he's had two since his. Okay, so Wonder Woman, no one knows what's going on with that. But let's just look, let's take Wonder Woman aside. Trailers look great. Yeah, the trailer looks great. The trailers are pretty good for BBS and Suicide Squad. So let's take (laughs) take away, let's not think about Wonder Woman. Let's not think about just, let's just look at the things that he's trying to put together. So The Flash, he's gone through two scripts right now. He's gone through two directors. They are doing a complete page one rewrite on that. So that movie's pretty much in development hell. Um, look at the Batman. He wrote the Batman. That felt, that script fell apart. Um, they have announced so many projects, but none of those projects are filming. Like Aquaman's supposed to get underway, but would would James Wan leave? I don't know. I'm just... as I'm trying to... I've, been for the last three years been the most positive person and i don't know if i can do it anymore (laughs) oh like i just don't know if i can be that like they broke your spirit finally (laughs) so i don't know maybe m night Shyamalan. who knows (laughs) hey man m night Shyamalan has his own superhero universe going on right now superman comes back Superman comes back and everything's like happy, and then in the end you find out it's just Batman's dream. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, I'm glad that never happened. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so Kyle, Matt Reeves, George Miller, who who do you got? If they can't get any of those guys directed, who do you got? Mel Gibson. Yeah. Is that your legit pick? That would be a little biased. I don't think you would ever do a project like that. But um, said that BBS was a shit show. So yeah, yeah. Um, my number one pick would have actually been uh the Denny Vinay guy. Um, been a big fan of his uh, his movies as a late, but 
A um, couple of names that maybe we haven't mentioned yet that could potentially do it. Um, maybe like, like Garrett Edwards. Uh, a lot of success recently with the uh, Rogue One. That was pretty successful. Um, another one, I don't know if you would do it, but it would be kind of interesting, would be Neil Blomkamp. The District 9 guy? Yeah. Did he, didn't he do Chappie, oh, too? that would be cool. He yeah, Chappie. he did Chappie, yeah. He did Chappie in uh, Elysium. Um, that'd be interesting. Was Elysium good? It was pretty good. I didn't see um, that one. I've seen Chappie in District 9. If you're a fan of Matt Damon, you'll probably enjoy it. Matt Damon. Yeah, cool. Matt Damon. Okay, keep going. Dude, you just I'm said it. Matt Damon could replace Ben Affleck Matt as a director. <laughs> but no, some of my other picks were... Um, some that were kind of already mentioned, like the the George Millers, uh, David Fincher, um, maybe maybe Guillermo del Toro. I don't Ooh. know. His style would be, that'd be kind awesome. of interesting. It'd that'd be like be a different an, take on it. That'd be an awesome Gotham City. Yeah. I feel like that's like impossible though. It'd be like the most unique Gotham City since Tim Burton's Batman. Yeah. Yeah. It'd, it'd be like the. It probably look like the Arkham games. Pro. Yeah. Oh. Um, one one name that hasn't like flown around there that I think would be amazing is Alfonso Caron, who did uh, Prisoner of Azkaban, uh, Children of Men, Gravity. That's cool. So he, he's he's worked at he's worked at the studio. He he's come in after directors left and put this put the movie together. Um, and for me, it would be Matt Reeves. If if someone if I, I was sitting in a room and Warner Bros. like okay. Matt Reeves, Alfonso Caron. I'd probably pick Alfonso Caron just because I know he would. He could do the, he could do the action, but he is a storyteller. Mm-hmm. That's all he's not knows how to do. He he has the big scope. He can do the big scope like Chris Nolan. I'm not saying that Matt Reeves can't, but just I pref- I don't know. There's something about Alfonso Caron. It's very gritty, very uh, very re- realistic. Uh, and he can do the fantastical as well. I don't know. I guess it'd be flip. A, I'd have to flip a coin between the two of them. I guess. Tom, do you have anyone? No. Peter Jackson. Bruce. No. Not after the Hobbit. <laughs> it's like, no. You had three chances, Peter he'll, Jackson. He'll just three wing it. Around. He'll just wing it, and we're not doing that. That's been done already. We've seen winging it. <laughs> No. Oh, man, I don't know what to do for the scene. Just, just throw some CGI in there. It's fine. Peter Jackson can stay in the Shire. I'm sorry, Peter. I, I mean, I don't. I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't have anybody that you haven't. You two haven't rattled off. You guys just rattled off like fifteen. Who, who would be your number one guy then? If if they had it, if you they sat you down in like time, dude. That you just, uh, that Kyle's Guillermo del Toro blew my mind like like you said thinking of a gotham city like that stuff that would it would i feel like that would have the nostalgia of the like 89 batman but with the modern batman stuff i i I think that would be mind-blowing but it's never gonna happen and i think that he can he you know just look at his hellboy he could yeah he did like some he's done a lot of stuff he did did a he, he did for uh, specific room, didn't he? Yes. Yes. And was he? Up, there's another one that was like, like just um, critics loved it. I just can never remember what it's called. 
I think of that uh, recent horror movie he did. Uh, I can look it up here. Yeah, that's, that's actually what I was doing. Uh, I think we all right now. Probably. He, uh, Kronos, way back. Well, that was cool. Kronos is cool, though. Uh, Pain's Labyrinth. Oh, Pain's Labyrinth, that's right. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Um, he'd be really good. Like, he did Blade 2, the shitty one. Not as shitty as Blade Three, though, or Trinity. I liked. I like Blade. I love Blade. I like the first one's really good. The second one's kind of like getting to me, but by the third one with Ryan Reynolds and shit, like he just destroys movies except for Deadpool. <laughs> but I don't. It would be awesome if somehow we are in that universe where Guillermo del Toro ends up directing the Batman, but I think that's like a parallel one probably that we're not in. So I don't know, like he could do like when I mentioned try to remember Pan's Labyrinth, but he could do he could tackle like some of the more off the wall kind of characters. Definitely. Like Chris Nolan kind of like realistic. I could see him tackling like Mr. Freeze or Poison Ivy or Mad Hatter Scarecrow. Yeah, those kind of characters. I mean Scarecrow's already been done, but he could go like further not good into enough the, though. I mean, huh? that argument, the Joker's already been done. Scarecrow hasn't been done well enough, I don't think. Like, it just hasn't... I like, that, I like Batman Begins, Scarecrow. Yeah, but he's still... If he's not, like... There's no, like, Batman-Scarecrow fight. You know what I mean? Like, there's no huge chunk of... I don't... That animated series feeling like Batman versus Scarecrow. It's just kind of... I would like to see another Scarecrow from somebody different. So, yeah, that's uh, Guillermo del Toro. That'd be interesting. Uh, That'd be cool. Um, I just don't, like, there's so many question marks right now, and I just don't get it. I don't understand what's going on. I don't, I don't know. It's, it went from being so overly excited. I remember us talking about it, like, just leave Ben Affleck alone. Let him, just give him space. I remember talking with, I can't tell you who, but I, um, and he said these people people need to stop asking Ben Affleck because he's gonna get annoyed because he looks so annoyed. He looks so exhausted. But I think that, like we talked about it, it's it had to just all these different things just collided and were the catalyst for him to like just like uh, sad Affleck broke him. Yeah, I think it started with that. <laughs> I think it's separate with that. Um, so, I don't know. It's It'll be interesting to see what happens, though. There was a thing going around on the internet, because, like normal, as soon as something happens with Ben Affleck and Batman, people go straight to Kevin Smith, and they were like, there's no director, you should direct it. And he was like, first of all, I haven't talked to Ben Affleck in years. Second of all, I made yoga hosers. And third of all, it's just common sense not to make me director of this film. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, I just don't know. It's a surprise, guys. Let's just let's just ride the wave. We've done it before. I know. Let's do it it's again. Okay. Warner Bros. is just going to wing it. It's going to be fun. I mean, <laughs> they've been winging it for like two years now. It's fine. <laughs> I have a really good feeling about Wonder Woman still. And that's all we can really look forward to is the stuff that's coming up. Like, that's still a long way to... Do you know how many times I could... I'm really scared, but it is a possibility that this could just end up like Superman lives. You know what I mean? Like, it's... 
this could end up just like a turns or Superman lives. The movie that never got made. Oh, Superman lives. Yeah, I'm For just like saying this. Yeah, this could end up like a documentary ten years from now. Like, oh, this is, it, it could have got made, and here's all the drawings, and here's all the stuff, and the set pieces, and blah blah blah. But everything was just screwed to high heaven, and it never happened. Like, it really could. I'm scared that it will. Well, but guess Brett Easton Ellis was correct, because I remember, like, a few, you know, that he's the writer of, uh, I believe he's the writer of American Psycho, and he said, I remember he came out and, like, he had dinner with, like, some exec, and the exec was telling him that the Batman script is terrible, there's, like, 30 things wrong with it, and uh, the studio was like, look, it really doesn't matter how bad this script is because we're going to make a lot of money with it. And 70% of the audience doesn't even speak English. I remember re I, re I looked for that article because I was like, damn it. Fortune teller. It's kind of concerning that so far since the very beginning of the DCEU, they've had three movies in a row. And you could argue that like the weakest component of all three movies was the script. And they are still messing it up. Would you say that there are script issues, though, with the Ultimate Edition of BBS? Not as bad as the theatrical cut, but there are still some issues yeah. there. It's still not yeah. a well-rounded movie. I still think, not a well-rounded script. For me, the biggest script issue was that cheat at the end with the Martha scene. As much as, as much as that emotional moment needs to happen, I thought they cheated their way to it, and they cheated their way to Doomsday. Yep. So. And we've talked about this extensively. Um, and, you know, David Ayer even came out recently and said, you know, he wishes that he could go back and do change a few things. With the, He wished he would, may, would have made the Joker more of, a, more of a villain in the film. He wished that he would have tightened the script up a little bit. It's just like, Duh. what is going on here? Why are they just throwing money at this? It's, start with, like, that's what I loved about the Chris Nolan movies is he was, he, he made Warner Brothers give them him time. He wanted to do his thing, give me the time, and then let me go and focus on the script. Give me the give me the time that I need. And they wouldn't do the film unless the script was good, where they thought that they could they didn't have any issues with it. I mean, that's how you got Batman Begins, The Dark Knight. Some people don't like The Dark Knight Rises, Kyle. Um, but uh, um, yeah, just where why what. what what happened to filmmaking one one? Get the script right. I feel like... Make... Oh, sorry. No, you're good. I feel like what it comes down to in the end is that... Think about all the crap BBS got and how, how like, minimal we heard Warner Brothers complain about all the backlash that happened. And then the same thing happened with Suicide Squad. Like, critics just shat on it. And the fans kind of liked it, but critics just went hard on it. And Warner Brothers virtually said nothing about that. Like, those movies shit made tons of money, though. And they're just laughing their way to the bank with it. Yeah, they're getting, like, critically crapped on, but they made more money, way more money than they expected to make with Suicide Squad. Like, way more money than they ever projected they were going to make from that film. They made it, and more. So, these movies are going to get made. They're going to get made regardless, because they're just making money. Like, 
I know they're pretty money, but I don't want it to be like the Transformers franchise where the guy said literally said he's like, I don't right. care. he's no good. We're gonna make a lot of money. Right. It's like, oh. I'm worried about that aspect. It could be heading there. To be fair, though, I don't. Even if the quality of this movie is good, I don't see Wonder Woman making as much money as Suicide Squad or BBS. I disagree. You say that now, but I think it will. I think, I think it will. Make more money. The first female superhero movie, Wonder Woman, the first time in the big screen. Everyone loved Gal Gadot when she was in the film. Everyone likes uh, Chris Pine. Yeah, you gotta keep in mind though that there's a lot more competition in the theaters around the release time than there was for the other two movies. Uh, BBS and Suicide Squad both came out at a time where they were literally the only blockbuster in the theaters at the time, so everyone went to see those. But right. like Wonder Woman's gonna have to go against Planet of the Apes. Um, I think Justice League is right in between Thor and Star Wars. That's stiff competition right there as well. Yeah, that's I'm sure, I'm sure. I'm sure Justice League will still make a lot of money. Regardless, but I, I'm kind of worried that Wonder Woman's not going to be as successful in the eyes of the investors. Do you think, I'm going to ask this one for Tom, do you think that, this is kind of a long question, it's kind of like a statement and question put together, do you think that Ben Affleck has actually officially told Warner Brothers that he's walked away, but he is waiting because he knows that the studio needs him to be around to help promote and market these films. He's walked away from it, from the Batman, but because he wants to save face for these films, that because I'm sure he has time and, and money invested into it, that uh, that he is sti sticking around because if, if, he, if he officially comes out and says, I'm done with the Batman in February of 2017 before Wonder Woman Justice League comes out, that those movies will make a lot less money than what they would have made if he would have stuck around. Do you think that he's already like he's already made his decision that he's done with the Batman and he's only doing it as a favor to Warner Brothers? I wouldn't say that it's not a possibility, but from like a business standpoint, I mean, yes, that makes sense as a business standpoint too. But as another business standpoint, I feel like he's sticking around to see what Wonder Woman and Justice League are gonna do, and I really feel like. The smartest decision for him would be to hang out, see what Wonder Woman and Justice League do, and then kind of decide for himself if the Batman, the solo film, or films is something that he wants to stick around and dedicate his life to. I mean, that's going to be the next, like, what, six to eight years of his life. If he does three films... That's like six days. That's like six years for sure, right? I right. mean, roughly for big, huge films like that, unless they like pump them out one after another. But you see how long it's been taking Warner Brothers to get these things done. So I don't think that it's like a, he's sticking around to be the golden boy and like the face of DC film right now for those two other films. But it's a possibility, I guess. Same question to you, Kyle. It definitely would make sense, even if he was going to be leaving, to just not say anything about it until next year. Because he, he said he was committed to it, but that's not – that doesn't mean anything. I'm committed to – That's PR speak. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah, I'm committed to you know go to bed at 11 o'clock at night, but that doesn't mean it's going to happen. No. <laughs> so I don't know. Like That's that's something that's been really – I've been really thinking about lately is like 
I've been reading and trying to dissect everything that's been said that he said, you know, what other writers who know more about it. But like I said, I just have this feeling like he's already done. And the only reason that he officially hasn't come out and said it because he knows if he, he knows that if he, if he says I'm leaving that the Wonder Woman and Justice League will, will suffer because that means that those movies suck. So I don't know. Like there's time. Like, we said this before, like, there's time to fix... If there's issues with Wonder Woman and Justice League, there's time to fix them. Mm -hmm. You can go reshoot, you can, you know, you can, like, there were issues with Rogue One. They reshot Rogue One, they fixed the issues. They need to go do that. Write some, write some additional dialogue. Go do what you have to do to fix the issues. It happens all the time. They do it this late all the time. And if they're not willing to go do that, then, I mean, the movie, it doesn't come out till June. We're in February. There's time. Go get this movie right. Go make sure Justice League's right. It just is a lot to take in. There's so many moving parts. There's there's so much uncertainty now. It's just, like I said, I don't know if I can keep my excitement going. I mean, if... I'm I'm still excited for Wonder Woman. I'm still excited for Justice League. But after that, <laughs> there's so much in flux that it's like I like. Sure, I'm excited for Jason Momoa's Aquaman. I'm really looking forward to The Rock's take on Black Adam in the Shazam movie. I'm excited for those because I know that the, no matter what, The Rock makes a very entertaining movie. Very entertaining. Central Intelligence was wasn't the best movie I've ever seen, but I was entertained. It was interesting. It, they threw yeah, they threw curveballs at you the entire film. San Andreas, the same thing. Just He knows the formula, but there's so much uncertainty. It's just so hard for me to get excited for, oh yeah, Green Lantern Corps is coming out. So, I don't know. Uh, if Ben Affleck does decide that he's done after Justice League. Where do they go now? Do they cast a younger Bruce Wayne? Do they, or they do, or should they go out and get someone who is kind of the same age as Ben Affleck, like say a John Hamm? Here's what they do. <laughs> they go, Damn they it, the just they go for the reboot, and they call the reboot Batman Beyond. Oh, boom! That's what you do. And then they're like, "Yo." Michael Keaton, we need you to play old man Bruce Wayne. Yo, MK, come here, yo. (laughs) Mr. Mom, we need you again. Yo, I know you were busy uh, buying McDonald's and stuff, but we need you over here to be Batman again. He would be brilliant as old man Bruce. Like, dude, we're getting old man Logan. We have to get old man Bruce. Like, that's the direct... That will be the direct retaliation. Just call Call it Wayne. Wayne. That would be awesome. And then have little Wayne do, like, Music oh, no. and blocked. <laughs> yeah, I'm not seeing that movie anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, that'd be interesting. There, there, there's been a rumor that's circulating that uh, I believe it was a Mark Hughes's uh, uh, report his article that he did where uh, he said that maybe this the film becomes a passing of the mantle and that Dick Grayson is actually Batman. Because John Cleese is reading Black Mirror, if you know anything about Black Mirror, Dick Grayson is currently Batman, and that and that Army Hammer is actually Dick Grayson slash Batman. Um, dun, dun, dun. On that. 
I don't know. That <laughs> I want to see. I still want to see like the Batman Beyond story. I don't. It would be cool to get like a theat like a a movie with Robin in it. That's not a thirty six year old man that was supposed to be like sixteen, seventeen, but. Robin would be cool, but I still want to see, like, Batman Beyond more than anything, man. I mean, that that's interesting, uh, Batman Beyond getting Michael Keaton, but let's say they don't go that route. Who, who, do, do they cast it younger? Do they cast, like, a 30-year-old guy or someone who's, like, 20s? But I don't know who I don't, has the... I don't know what direction you take it in after the BBS Batman we've seen, like... The stuff we did see of Batman, that was like that was the most badass Batman we've ever seen as far as fight. It was we've said it a hundred times. It's straight out of the Arkham games. Like the fighting was straight out of the Arkham games. It was incredible. I feel like it's got to at least be as good as that, if not better. And that's hard to cast, you know. Right. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Like I said, like the, I tweeted the other day, I said, the only thing that makes us even, like, Ben Affleck even leaving, the thought of John Hamm as Batman. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll get John Hamm as Batman. Okay? I wouldn't even be mad at that point. I'd be furious. I just... Why? <laughs> I don't know. Because I'd have to hear... I'd have to hear even more than I do. episode of on Batman after that happens. We just changed our name to Shailene on Ham. I don't know what's going on here, Justin. Your microphone seems to not be working. Episode be ten seconds long. John Ham and every every week, Justin just uh, like gets on the podcast and reads his fan fiction for John Ham Batman. <laughs> All right, so this then, week, chapter three, and then John Ham began to slip the tight suit around his body. <laughs> This is my favorite part, guys. This is my favorite part. Close up. Get a load of this. Close up on bat buttocks. Look at that bootay. Slow motion. It'd be like a slow. It'd be like is Zack Snyder directed it in slow oh, motion. Yeah, yeah, definitely slow motion. Like real slow though. Yeah, that's uh, Shanley on Ham. Look forward to that <laughs> if John Ham is ever cast as Batman, folks. Cross your fingers. So what does that lead next? We got some questions from the do. Twitterverse. Fill the air. Fill the air. Yes, fill the air. Make sure you check us out at www.shanleyanonbatman.com. You can also follow the show at shanleyanonbat. You can follow Kyle at lootingkyle. You can follow Mr. Justin Shanleyan at batmanshanleyan. You can follow me at Batman Base Slap. We put a question out on our Twitter at Shailene on Bat asking for you to ask us questions about what's going on in the DC Universe. A few you got with us. Justin's got the questions right now. Get to asking, sir. This one comes from Cedric Ramos and he actually is sporting our new logo. He's, thanks, uh, yes. thanks, Amanda. So Amanda, uh, I I messaged Amanda the other day about uh, about hey man, would you be willing to you know make some Lego Batman uh, logos? And they're 
very kick-ass. They're very awesome. Thanks, man. They're I, great. I especially love the Robin. Like we talked, me and him talked like a little bit about the Robin. Like where do where do we put Robin? And then because at first I was like, well maybe behind. He's like, no, it looks weird. I was like, yeah, it looks weird. It's like just throw it somewhere, and he threw it somewhere, and it looks awesome. It's just like so. popping out. Yeah. It's like I don't. It it reminds me of like funny Scooby Doo. The, like the stuff I see in the trailers with like Batman and Rob. It's like just it's funny. It's funny. And rip. Yeah. Rip. <laughs> I can't wait for that movie to come out. But thanks again, Amandus, for uh, follow that dude on Twitter too. I believe it's at Amandus, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know what it is. No, it's something crazy. You can find him though. Um, in light of the this is from Cedric Ramos. In light of the news about Ben, isn't it better to sign lesser-known actors to avoid future dropouts? That's a pretty good question. I mean, I'm a I'm a big fan of giving potentially fresh blood a chance to take the spotlight and show what they're made of. It's worked very well in the past for a Star Wars series, for example. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure Warner Bros. would have a way to make it work somehow. Yeah. Um, that's interesting. I, I don't know really how to answer that. Because you kind of, with, when it comes to Batman, you kind of want to have someone who is, who's done a bunch of stuff and his... Uh, his star is on the rise and this would put him over into the stratosphere like Ben Affleck Ben Affleck has been for a long, around for a long time but he kind of like took he took it on the chin in like the early 2000s and kind of reinvented himself uh <laughs> but I'm laughing at that I can't uh, I can't hold that together but to be to be fair though let's think about it. let's think back to all the past Batmans haven't they all experienced a bit of a career drop-off after they were done being Batman? No, I'm saying, like, their stratosphere. Like, if you look at, like, so, like, for instance, like, Mr. Uh, Mr. Mom, Michael Keaton. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Keaton, like, he did a few, like, films, like Mr. Mom, Beetlejuice, and his, like, his star was, like, on the rise. Then Batman hit, boom, he was a huge, like, threw him right in the stratosphere, became this huge movie star. Same thing with Val Kilmer. Bill Kilmer was in Tombstone. The Doors. Uh, his star was in the Rise. Threw him in, in Batman Forever. Boom! Huge hit. George Clooney, ER. Like he was, the, he was a TV actor. Like he had done nothing really. And then boom, Batman. He's the, one of the biggest movie stars in the world now. Christian Bale. He did uh, American Psycho, The Machinist. Yep. He was in Empire of the Sun when he was a kid. Uh, so he had like the star. His star was on the rise. Boom, Batman, B- billion dollar movies. Ben yeah, Affleck, I, don't, I don't doubt that. I'm just saying, like after they were done being Batman, they kind of went on to not do a whole lot for at least a few years. Wasn't the Machinist after the Batman? No, series? Machinist 2004. Oh, really? Yeah. My bad. Um. Yeah, I, I mean, I see your point, but I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like the question was, do you do, should they get lesser known people to avoid dropouts? Maybe. Like, so I don't know how to answer that question. Yeah, that's a really good question. Uh, thanks, there's, Cedric. There's there's no right answer with that. It's. Yeah. I, 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 I it really know. just depends on if that lesser known actor can really carry the weight of that big of a role. I mean, that's what it comes down to. Now's my chance. We, um, you're you're the Batman we deserve, Kyle. But not the Batman. Not the one we need. Not the one we need. 
Um, this one's from Bobby Claus at Bobby Claus One. Nice. With Affleck, what? Huh? I just said nice. Um, with Affleck out as director, will anybody from the town live by night? And Argo being the Batman with Affleck, doubt it. I don't think he's gonna be the Batman. I don't think he's gonna have like an Adam Sandler universe where he just brings like the <laughs> same people into all of his movies and stuff. <laughs> I'm a totally different character, I swear. I'm pissed. I didn't see Rob Schneider. Um, God damn it. <laughs> I mean, he brought in Scoot McNary from Argo to BBS. And he was actually the the one character in the movie I hated. Like, I was like, just, just ugh. Um, I, yeah, it was, I don't know, whatever. Good question. I don't know. I don't. It is a good question. I just don't think that I, I don't think that he's going to be one of those guys that cast the same people for stuff. Mm, I, I'm not sure. Um, this one is from a new follower, I believe, Jesse Jess at Jesse W72838902. What are your thoughts on this fan casting for Affleck's The Batman, Al Pacino as the Penguin? That'd be cool. Mm -hmm. I can see it. I like Al Pacino. Maybe. Not my favorite, but, I mean, I can see it. Sorry. I'd like to see that, because you get someone like Al Pacino, like, in the role of the Penguin, like, he'd be, like, an amazing mob, mafia boss, and he could be, he could go and have, like, he could try to pay off so many people to, so many villains to go try to take out the Batman once and for all. Like, I don't know why they just don't make that a fucking movie. Sorry. Um, I think I'm biased because the Penguin's like my least favorite villain in the, the whole Batman universe. I just I've never never cared for any any iteration of that character. I guess it all depends on the interpretation. Most times I see the Penguin, they kind of just keep him the same cliche kind of for character. But every once in a while, the trailer do something a little bit different, and it's interesting. Like a uh, even though I hate the show, the way they're doing Penguin and Gotham is kind of interesting. A bit different. So I, I hear like Jerome's like really like channeling some Heath Ledger. I haven't watched it, so I mean he was pretty good around the show, but then they, they kept doing the weird thing where they're like, Oh now he's dead. Wait, no, he's back. Oh now we're doing something else. He's not the Joker, but he's some other character, you know. It's like I wish that guy would mind. just I wish that guy'd just show up and tie balloons to all their wrists. <laughs> Never forget. The season finale of Gotham. Guys, just like, Gotham was a huge, like, that was a whole episode. You locked me up in prison. It was incredible. I laughed. I've never laughed so hard at TV than that scene where the first time you see him clip a balloon to a dude's wrist and run away as the person just floated up and everyone's like, meh, nothing we can do. Like, it's so awesome. Can we get those scriptwriters to do the movies? <laughs> That's like the perfect crime. It was incredible. Oh, there's no evidence. <laughs> That's like sticking an, like stabbing someone with an ice pick. Or yeah, an, like an icicle. Like an icicle. That, yeah, that happens. It does. does. Yeah, all the Dude, there's deaths from icicles just falling off the freaking roof killing people all the time. It's crazy. Then you, can, then you can sue the house for manslaughter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> can you arrest the house? Yeah. The house goes to prison? Have you ever seen a cop put handcuffs in the house? 
Never. And then he ties a balloon to it and it just floats off into space. Is that a cop and you haven't seen that yet? <laughs> no. Um, this is from Kate Reed at Kaytana 08. Uh, we kind of already answered this, but we will we will uh, we'll get around to this again. Who are your top picks to replace Ben Affleck as director for the Batman? Fonzo Corone, Matt Reeves, Guillermo del Toro. Do you guys have any more that? Leave it on our Twitter at Shanley and on Bat. Um, here is from Emmett Davis at Emmett Davis 7. Who would you want to play Arthur Curry's father in Aquaman? Uh, he's got to be strong. He's got Cage. No. Jeff Bridges. There you go. <laughs> Owned. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Like, I can see, like, a bearded Jeff Bridges, like, getting bulked up for to be, like, Arthur Curry's father. Okay, I can play any of his sons. Catching any good crabs lately? <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind me, I'm just over here having a drink, and uh, you go have fun, son. Have a good day. <laughs> can we just have Kyle be the voice of Jeff Bridges? I, I told you just my time to shine. <laughs> um. This is from, hold on one second, uh, from Asim at Crick underscore nut. <laughs> we apologize. <laughs> I apologize for nothing. That is an intense name. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah. Like, can the DCEU survive if Ben Affleck leaves altogether? Do you trust what Ben Affleck says anymore? R.E. Batman after Kimmel. Yes um, and no. You're saying no, the DCU can't survive? Or I said yes and no. The DCU can and will definitely survive with and or without Ben Affleck around. And no, I don't trust a word that comes out of Ben Affleck's mouth because he works in Hollywood in the movie industry and all they do is tell you what you want to hear. So He even has a movie called Argo where he's like, Everyone lies to each other in Hollywood. So you cannot you know, trust movies based on what I think. Exactly. Why, why would you? Why would you say that? Yeah. Um, Don't trust any of them. Except if it's uh, John Hamm. Please, John Hamm. <laughs> Stop doing your tax commercials and do the Batman. <laughs> um. Yeah. Stop TiVoing all the tax commercials, Justin. Is um this is from James Casada at James Q two three two four. Is it time to hit the panic button? Ben Ben directing the Batman was the last thing in me keeping faith in DC Universe. I think Ben Affleck has already sounded the alarm. I'm already on the lifeboat. <laughs> is there enough room for Leo? Nope. Get the hell off my ship. I just call gonna... I just call bull crap on that though because if Ben leaves. No one's going to not go see the next Batman movie because Ben Affleck's not directing it. I'm sorry. It's not... That's like that's like all the people that were like, if Trump gets elected president, I'm leaving the country. It happens every four years that there's an election. This happens every time a superhero movie's coming out. People are like, oh, I'm not going to go see it. And they don't go see it opening weekend. They go see it the next weekend, and they went and seen it anyway. So... Don't say that you're off the train and you're not going to go watch the movies because if you care enough to get on social media 
and give your thoughts and opinions about these movies. You obviously like and love this genre of superhero movies and comic books and all of this stuff. You're going to go see it. Like, let's just enjoy that it's around in our lifetime like it is right now, you know? I don't know. Like, like I said, I feel like Ben Affleck has already sounded the alarm. He's already hit the panic button. So with him, with him, uh, uh, dropping out. So I think that's going to be it for episode 81 of Shailen on Batman. Uh, we will announce some Patreon stuff very soon. Patreon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I meant about. I know exactly what that's about. And you will too soon, folks. We promise. Um, yeah, so make sure that you, like uh, Tom said, follow us uh, on Shailen on Bat. Hit us up on Facebook. Send us a message on Facebook. Uh Find us on iTunes. Leave Spreaker, a comment. Or... What'd you say? Leave a comment on iTunes. Give us a rating. Five star, one star, don't matter. Just be honest with us. Leave us a rating. It really helps out. And check oh. us out on SoundCloud. You can do that there. You can comment on the tracks there. You can like. You can share. It's a great place to do it. Stitcher, Spreaker, all that stuff. Like you said. So make sure you do that. Find us at Shailen on Bat on Twitter. Find me at Batman Shailen. Find Kyle at Looting Kyle. Find Tom at Batman Baseline. Kyle, is there a mouse and joystick coming out soon? One came out yesterday. Dude! Dude! Boom. Check it out. We previewed the year of 2017. Bad Good ass. stuff coming. Hey, Tom, when are you doing Hey, Entertain Me? Probably soon, because I do not have a band anymore, and I have a bunch of free time on my hands. So Maybe, maybe your next episode that. will be about how you guys broke up. Probably not. I'm not a crybaby. <laughs> so, but yeah. What, episode 81? One guy's like totally rude to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's episode 81 of Shailen on Batman. I'm Justin Shailen. Kyle Davis. Tom Harper. I'm